All human thought, all science, all religion, is the holding of a candle to the And someday, we human because we gain dissociated knowledge, would have become such terrifying vistas of reality. And of our friends, stars were rising, they could climb out of the world, the nation, flee. If when the stars were wrong, they could not safety. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back listeners. Today we will be playing session 14 of The Children of Fear, written by Lynn Hardy and friends and published by Chaosium. Who are you all playing and how are you today? How? Uh, hi, I'm playing Dr. Eudora Lockhart and uh, I am just way too warm. That's me, Hal, not Eudora. Uh, it's freezing where we are and god, you know what, I kind of envy her. Brayden. Hey, I'm Brayden, playing Sophie and Bazaar's Wine. I'm very excited to be back in India. And Noxicals. Hello, I am Noxicals and I'm playing Timur. And uh, I am looking forward to taking on a hungry giantess. Amazing. And I am Fedra, your keeper for the day. And I have a big surprise for you this session. Brayden, tell us what happened last time. The investigators headed west from Catan with a caravan in tow, leaving the arid wastes of the Taklamakan Desert in their wake as they ascended into the frigid Karakoram Mountains. The investigators stumbled upon the remains of countless animals and humans alike, serving as a constant reminder of just how unforgiving the mountains and their inhabitants can be. The caravan came across its first deadly obstacle while traversing a narrow pass through the mountains. A large black bear blocked their route ahead and was feasting on a body wrapped in a burial shroud. This bear was quickly identified as an Asiatic black bear and it was decided that the best cause of action would be for the investigators to make their presence known in an attempt to frighten the hungry beast. The creature was easily startled and fled into the wilderness beyond, leaving behind the human remains it was snacking upon. The body was indeed wrapped neatly in a burial shroud, and it was deduced that it had fallen down a rocky decline from a stone shelf above the pass. With agility and grace, Sofin and Shen managed to climb the rocky terrain, eventually arriving at the shelf above. Ahead of the pair, on the shelf, was a shallow cave, which when inspected closer, revealed two similarly wrapped bodies that had been torn apart. Was this the work of the hungry bear? or something far more sinister. Continuing on their passage, the caravan arrived on a ridge leading into a small mountain town, and were witness to a gory ritual involving goat milking and beheading. After waiting for the ceremony to end, the investigators entered the town and spoke with the local elder. The village was in dire need of help, as a dreaded curse had befallen it. 
the spirits had spoken with the Danielle and confirmed that Yatini, the cannibal giant, had been rebirthed, and that they were doomed if they could not find and slay this giant once again. Local graves had recently been disturbed, and a young lady had gone missing. This was enough to convince the town that the curse was in full effect. Suspicious and superstitious of the curse, the investigators begin hatching a plan and try to find the ones responsible for the disturbances and disappearances to put the townspeople at ease once and for all. The party spoke to the jilted lover who was set to marry the woman who had recently gone missing and managed to get him to confess to her murder. With that portion of the curse disproven, the party planned to set up watch outside the graveyard to put things to rest once and for all. So, uh, as uh, Brayden just told us, you were left off preparing to uh, set watch at the cemetery late at night. You had decided to uh, hide under a blanket. Was that was that the plan? That was my idea, but I'm now regretting it slightly. I remember suggesting that we put lanterns under a blanket. Then we had a big discussion about whether the blanket would catch fire. And then Fedra pointed out that it's about minus 20 degrees at night where we are. And that, that's Celsius. I have no idea what it would be Fahrenheit. Mm. So what do we do, guys? Because we are staking out. We want to be unseen, but we are legit going to die unless we're all huddled around a fire. You know, I just thought, can people even grave rob in negative 20 degrees celsius weather like can they dig in the ground if it's frozen let's assume that yes okay <laughs> done, done. and also let's assume that if you wear enough layers you will be okay well in that case um we're on right do we want to go with my lantern under the blanket idea is that really stupid like how do you guys envision hiding do we know if there's woods surrounding the cemetery maybe some shrubbery but not woods the burial grounds are above the village in a small secluded valley. A valley sounds like something you could look down into. Maybe we can stake out the path to the cemetery. That's a good idea. Yes, but you won't be able to see with binoculars. Because there won't, unless there is light. You might see a moving night, mm. but there is, it is night time. But nobody's going to rob graves in the pitch black, right? If, if it's a human agent. If it's a giantess, I'm assuming we could stake her out from, like, the next postal code. It wouldn't matter so much. <laughs> We're under the night sky. It's definitely dark, and you also know that there's a chance it's an animal, which you won't hear, or you won't, and you won't see if you're too far away. Oh, so yeah. you won't be able to disprove the animal theory either. Okay, new plan, guys. Um, we dig a bunch of open graves, and we just lie in there. <laughs> I say maybe we should just leave like a couple of lanterns throughout the cemetery and then just hide in the darkness beyond. Oh yeah, if it's an animal it'll still come over even if there's like candles around the place. I don't suppose there's any handy local custom where people light candles for the dead or anything. I don't think so. I'm not sure if the candles would last very long in the freezing cold. They'd have to be proper long burning candles in lanterns. Yeah, yeah that might be quite Seems... tricky to source. Yeah, very expensive. We can always just listen. Several of us are relatively good at survival and stealth, right? If we dot ourselves around various vaguely decent hiding places around the cemetery within shouting distance of each other, and we just see what happens. Yeah, that works. Why not? So you're separating. you got to split that party. It's really important that we're all on our own 
slightly more than one round of movement from each other if it's comfortable to a fight. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, how about this? We're going to head up there before it's night time to scope the place out and choose our spots, right? So if there's just the one path into the place, we could all bunch up. But if it's like a large cemetery... I mean, when we head up there, what do we see? I mean, you've been there before. Oh. You went there during the daytime and checked out the burial grounds. You saw that the graves were marked by mounds of rocks, headstones, mm-hmm. and you saw the one that was disturbed. Um, so you already have an idea of what the cemetery is like. Does it look like we could uh, have reasonable visibility of it all from all hiding in one corner? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we stick together then. What do you think, guys? Huddle up for warmth. Yeah. Let's just buy a clay pot to put over top of the um, the lantern. But then you won't be able to see. But we'll be able to hear. And then when we hear, we unsheath the lantern. And then we see. Yeah, that's the stuff. That's what I was thinking. Because like, if we're just sat in a circle illuminated by a lantern, then, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. your plan is to have a light, but only reveal it when you hear something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And go, aha! <laughs> and then pull off their mask and reveal that it's old man Jenkins. <laughs> yes. Let's do this. Are you ready? Okay. Do you have any more overanalyzing and ruminating to do? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to talk about how many rations we have and uh, how long <laughs> we can, like, our meal times. How much sleep do we need? <laughs> what would the skill roll be if I wanted to fashion some sort of bird hide out of local materials? <laughs> it is night time, and you are at the village graveyard. It's already pitch black, and you have trouble seeing in the distance with your lantern hidden under your pot. Noises in the darkness make you on edge. Was that a gust of wind or an angry wolf? Did something scatter towards you? Despite your tension and alertness, nothing happens for a few minutes. Everyone make me a listen, please. Uh, success. Excellent. Oh, success. Excellent. Success for Timur as well. Hell yeah. All of you hear something out there in the darkness. Digging at a grave. Unsheath the lantern. Pick that pot off. Remove the pot. A secret weapon. Everyone roll me a spot hidden with a bonus die. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. Hard success. It looks like a shadowy humanoid figure lurking around the graveyard. As soon as it spots you, it runs off into the darkness. Now, you said humanoid. What, what sort of size? Human sized. Ah, good. Do we give chase? Chase time, chase time. Ah, let's go. You start running after the humanoid figure in the icy, cold winters. You have to travel up from the valley in order to catch up with it. First of all, everyone, please make me a hard constitution roll because it's minus 20 degrees and breathing is hard. Oh man, it's like a skill check. Breathing is hard. (laughs) <laughs> I often forget. Uh, Luckily, I've got a high breathing skill. <laughs> oh no, I failed dismally. No, that's a fail, I can't breathe. 
No. Yeah, I failed as well. <laughs> okay, let's just chuck it in. Give me a moment to do my calculations. Back to the village, guys. <laughs> this guy can run. Uh, so. <laughs> Can't believe we all failed at breathing. You guys suck. Oh, is anyone <laughs> is anyone rolling for Shen Chu, or did you leave her back? Would we have? That's a good question. Would we have dragged Shen Chu out to a, a cemetery where somebody is grave robbing in the middle of the night? I mean, the answer is yes. We would have obviously. Done that. <laughs> I don't think you leave her alone very much. Mm, not no. in this village for the weirdos. I think I'm Who's rolling for Shen Chu, aren't I? I was, I was officially handed the reins by. Uh... Yes. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Definitely. Okay. Is Shen Chu gonna chase after him into the dark? Well, she's gonna follow us, right? <laughs> so just to be clear, this is a hard roll. Yeah. Okay, so Shenchu needs to get under a 10. Yeah. Good grief. In Constitution, huh? Well, that's a 64, so she's close. <laughs> oh, little malnourished orphan. Okay. Uh, you start running, but the uphill struggle and the cold catch up with you. You can already see that the figure is um, running ahead from you at a significant pace. Is the figure bipedal, Fedra? Very much so. You keep trying to tell us, like, it's just a guy from the village, and we're like, now, how many tentacles are we touching? <laughs> uh, uh, of course, besides the cold and the uphill slope, uh, the ground is also slippery. Everyone, please roll me dexterity. Oh my god. Okay. Now, I've got a 90 in this, right? Surely <gasps> to god I can't fail. Yes! Crit one. Extreme? Oh, oh. Amazing. That's more than an extreme. I fly. <laughs> well, Tim, all got 87, so I only just passed. I'll carry you. It doesn't matter. Uh, and Shen Chu has got a hard success. That's a pass. I failed, but I got a 69, so we're all nice. good. Uh, that's a true victory. <laughs> Sophie is kind of clutching onto his stomach and kind of slipping about <laughs> behind everyone else, <laughs> lagging significantly behind, but still going. Those of you running uh, uh, at the front, uh, specifically Eudora, followed by Timur and Shen. Sofin is in the distance, somewhere <laughs> behind you. He might be attacked by a bear soon, we'll see. Yeah, I'm um, going to be left in the darkness. <laughs> uh, ice starts breaking below your feet, making you lose ground. Please roll a jump roll. Oh my goodness. Everyone besides Sofian. Sofian's fine. <laughs> he's just he's just high skating. Yeah, yeah. Is this Call of Cthulhu or is this Ninja Warrior? <laughs> right? <laughs> right, here we go. Nobody has any points in jump, <sighs> damn it. That's a fail. No, that's a fail. Okay, what's Shen Chu got? Oh, base as well. <laughs> no, both failed. Amazing. This is the time for everyone to shine. You can use one role of your choice if you succeed you can gain increased chances of catching up a little bit. Uh, let's take it in order of who is at the front. Eudora? I'd like to roll archaeology to <laughs> harness my knowledge of ancient tombs. I tunnel my way to the miscreant. Um, no. Okay, sorry. Story appropriate roles. So we're running uphill, slippery ground. You're past the uphill now. You okay. jumped, struggled a little bit, fell on your hands and knees, mm. got up wiped yourself. You can still see, but uh, the figure is getting further and further away. Okay, so it's terrain of some kind. Mm -hmm. Let's see, what am I good at? I want to try and find a way to use... Navigate. I'm gonna try and slightly shortcut my way along a different path. It. It's gonna be that moment in the action scene 
where like he's running and then like you look up and like I'm running along on like a path that is higher up the hillside, you know? Excellent. And I'm gonna jump down and block his path. Yeah. And then we're gonna fight with Katana. Uh, that's a 68, <laughs> so that's not gonna happen actually. Sorry guys. Okay. Timor and Shen, would you hey. like to give one an attempt? Yep, so Shen Chu will nudge Timor and point out that there is a sort of uh, sort of there's a, there's a path through the forest that will allow us to sort of sneak up on the guy, uh, cutting some of the time from it. So we're going to make a stealth roll. Okay. Okay. So Shen uh, has got uh, an extreme success. That's a zero six. Amazing. And Timur has failed. Okay. It's very important that this child is on her own. Sophian, <laughs> would you like to try and catch up? Absolutely. So, Sophian, with his incredible knowledge of climbing, remembers how his socks, but uh, <laughs> when he just wore his socks over top of his shoes, he had so much friction on his feet. So, would you accept some kind of climb or natural world to uh, understand that? this would be a good way of uh, continuing forward. <laughs> oh my god. I will let you use climb. Yes. For reasons other than your sock. But let's say if you do a climb, you can utilize the terrain in your advantage. Maybe get an all fours. I got it. I got it. Sophian Pizzazz climb, baby. Sophian Pizzazz climb. The legend lives on. You climb forward and realize you have now caught up with Timor. You're exactly at the same place. Um, you see Sophian moving on all fours. <laughs> like Quickly, Timor. It's quicker like this. <laughs> I'm not taking off my shoes. You can see Timor and Sofian can see Shen and Eudora a few steps ahead of you, um, but the, you can't see the runner anymore. Shen and Eudora, you catch a glimpse of the creature. Roll me a spot hidden, both of you, to see if you recognize where it went. It's you and me, Shen Chu. Oh, exciting. Let's go, Shen. What Shen got for spot hidden? Oh, she's pretty good. She's pretty good. Hard success this end. That's a standard success for Shenchi. You haven't managed to catch up, but you've noticed that whoever that was seems to have disappeared within a very familiar cave. Oh, oh. No. oh. This is the cave where the bodies were last time that Sofian Bazaz climb, my new favorite character, <laughs> managed to investigate, right? Accurate. All right. Well, in that case, I uh, I bid Shen Chu um, to sh 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 uh, be quiet. All right, we, we've seen where the you've already been in this cave, haven't you, Shen Chu? Yes, it. I didn't enter because uh, Sophian went in, and he said it was so filthy that he threw up. That's right. He was filthy when he came back. <laughs> well, let's try and spare ourselves that fate. <laughs> I was hoping to find out if there was another way out, but um, there was all kinds of bits stuck to his mustache. It was terrible. It was the there's still some there now. I, I haven't had the heart to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> it's repulsive. <laughs> all right, but enough about that now, Shenchu. This is important. Um, all right, so we don't know if they've got another way out, but we we just gotta hope not. Where are those fools? Maybe we can try and look inside quietly. Yes, that's a good idea, my child. 
let's let's go here take this pistol no i don't i don't give her a gun but i do pull out um here take this chainsaw (laughs) (laughs) i do pull out purdy my shotgun and uh, attempt to advance stealthfully to the mouth of the cave okay uh eudora and shen please roll stealth that is something shen can do Sophian and Timor, please roll spot hidden to see whether you figured out where Eudora and Shen two have gone. Uh, Shen has got standard pass for stealth. Awesome. Eudora? That was a fail. I'm sorry. Do you Nicole. want to push it? Um, yeah, it might be worth it. I feel like surprising them is quite important. I'm going to do it, guys. Sorry, it's going to be drama either way, which I think is interesting. I'm going to push it by... Um, Oh god, okay, so I like... Take your shoes off! <laughs> no, no, I, I I make a noise or something, like I snap on a classic twig or, you know, something stupid. Um, and then I'm like, oh god, they heard me. So I attempt to make the noise of a woodland creature to throw them off and make them think it's not me. <laughs> okay. yes, Ideally, exactly. uh, prey species. Something unthreatening. <laughs> I make the noise of a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a fail? Uh, I did do one better than I did with my last roll, but yeah, that is very much a fail. Um, I'm so sorry. Okay, so what happened is Eudora has attracted wolves. <laughs> I'm starting to howl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So you, you, you make all these noises and then proceed into the cave, thinking that you've managed to successfully save it. Mm-hmm. Jen comes with you. However, Sophie and Timor... <laughs> uh, what happened with your uh, spot hidden rolls? Success. Uh, I'm afraid Timur failed, but I'm okay. next to Sofian, so hopefully he can point for me. <laughs> Sofian, I mean, Timur, you have seen Shenchu and Eudora because she made weird bird sounds. Uh, so you can tell where they are, wondering why they're doing what they're doing. And Sofian, with your little eye, you spy a couple of wolves, glistening eyes appearing from between the shrubbery, having been attracted by Eudora's ridiculous noises, but seen you and Timor stalking you, one from each side. Timor hasn't seen that. Sorry, guys. Timor. Yes? Make yourself large with me. Sorry, what? Sofian will brandish his gun and start shouting. Ah! (laughs) Oh, there goes your stealth. Yeah, and Timor will immediately pull uh, pull the shoulder the rifle and like look around baffled and start making noise as well. Amazing. Uh, Sophie, and please roll intimidate. You can have a oh, bonus wow. die for Timor. <laughs> oh, we want Yay. that to be the other way round. I've got a seventy-three. Well, uh, it was Sophie's idea. He gets to roll. <laughs> Ooh, ah, I failed. <laughs> can he have two uh, bonus dice? Because I'm so good at it. Absolutely not. <laughs> you don't have the conviction this time. That is fair. Yeah, they, they seem undeterred and they're approaching you. One of them lowers its top half as uh, uh, like it's about to launch at you. Uh, either playfully or to eat you. 50-50. Oh. It's gonna lick me or bite my face off. Throw a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Fetch, boy. Presumably I can see the wolves now. Yes, I mean, after the screaming and stuff. Okay, I'm not going to take any chances. I'm going to do what I did last time, and I'm going to shoot a warning shot with the rifle past the wolf. Okay. Uh, That allows you for a pushed intimidate if you want to roll that. 
Do I get to roll it that this is. time? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a bit better then. Now watch me roll more than 73. Obviously your stealth advantage is completely gone. Oh yeah, heads up. but to be fair, it was, all, it was already <laughs> gone when Dr. Yodora looked outside making noises like a snowy owl. Yeah. <laughs> I did my best. Okay, that is a 70, so that is a pass by 3% on, on Intimidate. Amazing. Nice. Okay, you can see that the wolves realize that they're not at an advantage here. They leave a little whimper and a whine, and they turn around and run off. Yeah, you better run, wolves! Uh, Eudora and Shen. The cave reeks of dead flesh, and you see several corpses thrown around, including one of a young woman. Um, so we're sort of peering around the edge, I suppose, and then suddenly we hear a gunshot from back in the direction of our compatriots. So... In that moment uh, that we stuck our heads around, did I glimpse this furtive figure or is everything deathly still? Everything appears to be still. Okay. In that case, I'm very confused because the grave robber is ahead of us, so what the heck is Timur shooting at? But you're certain from what you saw that they entered the cave. Yeah, we got to deal with the challenge in front of us. So I don't particularly want to outline myself against the starlight uh, while they're hidden in the darkness of a cave. So I am gonna stealth be damned at this stage because gunshots um, pull out a flashlight and shine it in. And what do I behold? You see several corpses drawn around, including one of a young woman. And that's all? Yes. I see. What state of decay or decrepitude are these corpses in? Uh, are you going closer to examine them? Uh, flashing my light carefully around the cave because I don't want anything coming out of a corner. I briefly observe the ceiling in case he's like Spider-Manning it. Um, I just, you know, real, real careful. Shenshu behind me, Purdy out in front. Yes, I will advance on the corpses. Okay, so the rest of the corpses seem half-eaten and somewhat old, maybe a few days. But the corpse of the young woman doesn't seem as old. I point my shotgun at it. <laughs> and uh, stop a few paces away from it. Her eyes open suddenly and violently, and terrified, she screams. Ah! Terrified, I scream. We scream together. Leave me alone. (laughs) Who are you? She pushes you away and cowers in a dark corner of the cave. The corpse seemingly coming to life is a distressing sight. Eudora and Shen, please roll sanity. Gladly. Oh my goodness. Oh man, Shen doesn't have a lot of sanity. Oh, Shen. Oh, well, I know, neither do I. Or <laughs> rather, no, I do, but I just rolled a 76, so that's not happening. Shen has failed. Amazing. Uh, both of you please lose 1d4 plus 1 if you failed. Alright. Is is now a bad time for Shen to have rolled a 5? <laughs> oh no, Shen. <laughs> uh, please roll intelligence unless you're at your indefinite... Insanity score? She's not. She's not her indefinite. That's okay. Okay, so... Uh, oh, she has passed her ideal roll. That's not what we wanted, is it? Oh, no. About time. About time. No. What about you, Eudora? Um, I rolled a two, so that's three I just lost, but uh, I'm okay. I can lose another seven before I hit my threshold. Can uh, Shenchu please roll a d10? That is a four. Shen is having some trouble. 
She can't believe that this is happening. She is feeling like there's something else going on and this is a prank that has been played on you. She's feeling quite paranoid. So I suppose she's going to turn around and go find Timo because she doesn't like what she's seeing. Let's roll a d10 to see how long this is going to last. Sure. Uh, six. Okay. Eudora, how do you respond? Uh, since you've lost some sanity, you get one involuntary action. Gosh, okay. Well, I shine my flashlight. I attempt to shine it at the figure, uh, but I panic and drop it. <laughs> Just completely fumble-fingered. I'm going to hang on to my shotgun, but drop the flashlight. Okay. The woman is still cowering in a dark corner of the cave. You can't see her anymore. Uh, Timor and Sofian, you have heard a scream. Two screams. Three, possibly. Uh, coming from nearby. Uh, it sounds like Sophia and you probably remember that that's the direction the cave was in mm. and then after a bit you see Shen run and hug you Timor okay as soon as the scream happens Timor will shout Manya and he'll start running up towards the cave and then seeing uh, seeing Shen he'll scoop her up into his arms Sophia will continue on all fours Terrify the child. Quickly, on my back, Shen. Shen Chu, at this point, doesn't <laughs> trust anyone. She's looking at Sophian very paranoidly. And she's pulling Timor and trying to tell him to not go in the, ca in the cave, and it's a trap. He will say, no, I, I don't want to go back there. It's, it's not real. It's a trap. Dr. Dr. Lockhart did it. She's trying to trick me. She's playing a trick on me. She's just, just making a joke. I don't want to go there. Timor, don't make me go back there. It's okay. It's okay. Stay calm. Stay calm. I have you. You're safe. She's uh, trying to calm down, but every once in a while she'll like start tugging at you or giving you light punches and uh, trying to get you to turn around and walk away. I, I can't leave without Dr. Lockhart, okay? Hold very tight to me. You make it to the cave where you see not very much because Eudora has dropped her light, but you smell the dead flesh as you did before, Sophian, and you see the corpses. But this time you see this dirty, disheveled, filthy young woman cowering in a corner of the room and trying almost to wish you away. Eudora, are you okay? There was a body, and then she just came to life, and now I don't know who this is. Was she here before, Sophia? No, definitely not. Uh, hello? Hello, who are you? Uh, I'd like either a psychoanalysis or a hard social role besides intimidate to get her to speak. Uh, if it's in any language besides uh, Shina or Hindustani, then you get a penalty die. <gasps> Eudora is supremely equipped. <laughs> You're in the area of Hindustani, Sophian. It's, it's your time to shine. It is my time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need me to roll? I assume um, since Eudora said something. Uh, you speak in English and she seems almost as if she doesn't quite understand and it, i mean she understands but she's 
not paying attention to you. That's just blocked you out. It's not familiar to I am waving a shotgun at her, so yeah, yeah. reasonable. But I get down on my knees, which isn't very hard because I'm already on all fours anyway. Uh, but I <laughs> move forward slowly past Eudora, uh, unthreateningly doing so, and just kind of kneel down and place the lantern uh, away from me. So it illuminates the cavern. And I just say, um, such a terrible place to be all alone. Is there any way we can help you? We won't hurt you, I promise. Uh, roll me a hard social roll. Uh, I failed by a lot. <laughs> Would you like to push it? I will push it by pulling out a prawn cracker and saying, I have food. Really don't mean any harm. That might give you a penalty to die, but I... <laughs> oh no, damn it. My god, I rolled the same thing. I have a, okay. seven, a 65 in charm and I've rolled 80 each time. Oh my goodness. <sighs> the young woman starts kicking and screaming. Leave me. I said leave me. Please. <sighs> it kicks at you trying trying to find a way to pass by you to the cave exit. I'll try and grab her and not be too rough, but just sort of restrain her for a few moments. Feel free to roll a fighting maneuver, so a brawl. And Lydia, a new player. Hello. Would you like to roll dodge? I shall. I failed. <laughs> I failed as well. Well, you're at a standstill. You're like, you know, blocking the exit and trying to grab her but missing. And you're trying to pass, but you're kind of maneuvering back and forth. Kind of like you're playing basketball, but there's no ball. <laughs> How wonderfully awkward. Just stop. Stop. Uh, what What are you doing here? Please relax. I'm... I'm, I'm here all alone, just trying to survive here. What is your name? My name? Uh, it, it's, oh, it, it was Hasina. Hasina? Hasina Mois. That was my name. This name is very familiar to all of you. Is this the lady who got murdered? Or was said to have been murdered? Yes. <gasps> she lives. What? We just... We, we thought you were dead. We... I am dead. No, you're not. You're clearly living. He killed me. The man who wanted to marry me, he killed me. My family and I... We rejected him. Found me a better match. He followed me one day coming back from the market. We fought. He got, we got into an argument and... He killed me. And she pushes back her hair which is filthy and matted with dirt and grave rot and bits of internal organs. And there's a, a big gash all along her left temple with the dried blood probably still caked in it. He killed me and he buried me here in a grave with an old woman. And when I woke up, I was a Pisaccia. And I cursed forever to feed on human remains because he didn't give me a proper burial and I've got nowhere else to go I'm a monster and she just starts crying covered in blood, dried blood her clothes are just torn and full of dust and rot and she's just almost hysterical at this point uh, those of you who have 
in fact encountered Pisachas before after a hurricane. Note that she doesn't look quite like they did. Is she in, in better condition or she looks much more human. That's good. Presumably we're still pretty shocked to see a mortal head wound though. It's a scar and a gash. It's not necessarily fatal. Like, obviously you don't know. Anyone can roll either a mythos or an occult roll. 99. I don't have either of those. <laughs> Double fumbles for you. Is that a fumble? Yeah. Of a mythos? Uh, or an occult, I guess. Take your pick. I would have rolled a cult, but I don't have any mythos. Okay. So you are convinced that C is a Pisachia? Oh, really? I guess. <laughs> Since you fumbled, enjoy. Did anyone pass? Lydia, it's great to meet you. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you do remember your encounter. So this is this doesn't quite add up. Mm-hmm. But I am holding a shotgun. <laughs> Sophia, get away from her! She's she's one of them! One of those Pisachia we've, things! We've seen Pisachas, Eudora. This is not a Pisachia. This is someone who's been wronged and is cold alone. This isn't natural! And he'll begin taking off some of the extra layers that he has and uh, sort of move slowly to her and hand them out. What is happening? What did she tell you? She's gone into your... What's going on? He'll translate everything while he does. Oh, yeah, you haven't been understanding what she was saying. So. No, not at all. It's just a load of gobbledygook and then she's got a terrible head wound. You shouldn't have like rolled that roll because you you didn't know that she said she's a Pisacha. So I thought it was just based on appearance. Yeah. Pisacha is probably the same in every single language. Oh. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you just heard the word and you're like, yes, I <laughs> That is right. I remember those. She looks like a person who's covered in gore. She doesn't look like morphed in any other way. Is she like dripping corpse meat or anything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's fair enough. I'm a I'll little laugh. freaked out, but um... <laughs> all right, um, proceed, Sophia. I suppose Sophia and Timor should also do a sanity roll. There's probably dried blood all around her mouth, by the way, and certainly all over her hands. And she smells. Oh, yeah. I just succeed. Okay, okay. you're fine. Uh, so I assume Timor's managed to wrestle Shen far enough into the cave that he can see. Yeah. Uh, Shen is, uh, I guess, because she's paranoid and she thinks that this is all a big prank, She's uh, might have gone up at this point to Hasena and started kind of poking her and trying to figure out what, like, what is this? How did she get that smell? And those are not real, obviously. Ben, leave the woman be. You can't trick me. I've seen monsters. You're not a monster. You're just someone pretending to be a monster. Why do you do this? Why are you doing this? Timor passed his sanity. Both uh, you and Timor, uh, you and Sophia only lose one point. Into the 30s. Hasina, if you can understand the child, she does have a point. You aren't a monster. Although you may not be pretending, you may not know it yourself, but you are still alive. I've seen Pasachas myself, we all have. And you are not one of them, I can guarantee you that. Hasina is very confused to be poked at by this urchin. And uh, she, she's kind of trying to draw back, trying to look around for an exit. She's... You can tell she kind of she wants to believe, but she doesn't. She's just... Not all there right now. I I said you should leave me. You were left alone once before after that man who we are planning on dealing with in the morning. You you've uh, met him? Wronged you. We have. Where is he? Is he 
Is he in the village? Do people know what he did to me? We are going to go to the Danielle in the morning. They believe you to be Yatini. They think the giantess has returned. Yatini? Then they'll kill me. They'll nail me to a cliff and they'll kill me or they'll burn me. Flesh eaters can only be purified by fire. They'll burn me alive or they'll nail me to a cliff. Don't, don't, don't take me back there. Boss not, no. You were going to meet another suitor in another town, were you not? I was going to marry a merchant from my mother's village, from Shamsan. Maybe we can take you to meet with your mother. I can't go back there. I can't go back to the village. They'll, they'll kill me. They'll burn me. You speak Chinese, perhaps? English? Uh, uh, Anything else? A little English? Shall we converse in English? And Sophian will try and open the floor for everyone to have a chat. <laughs> I know you're suffering right now and you're terrified, but can you use your second language, please? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to handy. take ownership of this scene. Uh, <laughs> my friends are feeling a bit left out, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Pull up the ni- 1920s version of Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'll uh, she'll switch to English. Uh, she also speaks some Hindustani. In fact, more Hindustani than that's, Shina. Uh, you've been speaking Hindustani so far right. because that's okay. the only one. No one. No one here understands any Shina. Okay. Yeah. She she speaks some English. She's not fluent, but enough to enough to get by. I'll say to the rest of the group. She believes that if she goes back to town, they're going to burn her. I think that she has been the cause of these rumours of Yatini returning. Well, what business do we have in town anyway? We need to ensure that the person responsible for this, and he'll point at the head wound and just her in general, meets justice. And we can do that. We can report what he has done to the elders of the village. Hmm. But if she is too frightened to return to the village, we can take her on to somewhere else, yes? Yes. We have food and warm clothing. We can help you leave this place. I am... Yes, I might have some clothes that fit you. I I should... (laughs) I'm terribly sorry, I should say. Um, Hello, my name's Eudora. Um, She'll timidly extend a hand and then notice uh, just a lot of caked gore uh, and sort of bring her hand back. Um, uh, I, this is... The man... That man told us he buried you. He did. He buried me in the cemetery, in the grave of an old woman. Oh, you poor dear. You had to claw your way out of a grave. Yes. And now... There, where I find food. You said you offered me food. I have food here. And she gestures at the dead bodies around her, some of which have teeth marks, some of which have bones that have been broken with a, a stone so that she can suck out the marrow. Have you eaten anything n- normal since this happened? I don't think so. It's hard to remember, but I was going to feed tonight, and then I saw you, and you saw me, and I ran. 
That's why I was there in the graveyard. I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. Let's get this poor thing back and, 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 and get warm up some stew or something. We've got a whole gang of, like, there's a caravan bivouacked back at the village. Waiting for you right? to leave when you're ready. Yeah. But they're in the village. And she isn't going to want to come to the village. But we can, we can, we can sneak in, surely. I mean, we wouldn't have, like, garrisoned them in people's houses, right? Like, there isn't going to be an inn big enough for a caravan. I assumed that they were, like, camping out, tents and whatnot. That's likely. Yeah, so we can just, you know, mosey over to our camp, quiet-like. It is still dark. Indeed, we can take her into the, the darkness. There's no need for you to see anyone you don't want to see. We'll we'll keep you here. You can you can have my hat, and um, we'll just you can guide us. You you must know this place like the back of our hand. We're trying to get to. Eudora um, will try to explain like which outskirt of the village, like where we where we parked, so to speak. Do I know where she's referring to? Yeah, sure. You, I mean, you've grown up there, so you can probably, yeah. Do you accept the hat? She's starting to warm to you. She is starting to warm to you. So, um, yeah, I, th I think she slowly takes the hat and looks at it like she's trying to remember what it's for. And then... On, on your head, dear. Maybe over the, over the scar? It will help to cover the wound. So she slowly tries to tuck her hair up into the hat and put it on. There we are, that's, that's better. I've never seen a Passatra wearing a hat. So perhaps you're not a Passatra after all, yes? That settles it. They, <laughs> this is Sophian This is evidence. This is, evidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it says in the stat block in the book. It's like, Passatra does not wear hat. <laughs> you're more yes. It's a very simple syllogism. <laughs> <laughs> if all cows have four legs, then all four-legged things are cows. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the test. It's the test of yeah. Here, take one more of these jackets. Keep yourself warm. And she uh, slowly again takes the jacket and kind of wraps it around herself. Uh, she she's wearing local clothes, and they look like they're pretty good quality um the, she's wearing quite a bit of hairy jewelry but it's all broken and caked with with ick uh so yeah she 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 is slightly warmer now um her clothes are not in good shape so i think she appreciates the jacket shall we head back you promise no one will see me i don't want my mother to see me like this no, we don't even have to... Look, uh, we can introduce you to, to just a couple of people in the caravan who might need to know you tomorrow if we're leaving. But for tonight, don't worry. We'll... we'll um, you can... We have tents, right, presumably? We're not staying with anyone in the village. It's a settlement, so maybe, maybe it doesn't. I'm happy to say you're staying in your tent if you prefer. If not, we can have a madcap trying to put up tents in the dark, sort of slapstick <laughs> sequence. I don't know, that's my best thought, is, is hiding her in a tent until the morning. What do you guys reckon? That sounds good. Then that's what I offer. I do think we need to, uh, although you don't want to meet with your mother, out of fear that perhaps you'll be killed for being this 
Pasacho or giantess or whatever exactly anyone's going to think of you. I do think that it may be a good gesture to tell your mother or one of us to tell your mother that you are in fact alive. I miss her. I miss her, I do. Yes, somebody could tell her. Are you adamant that you aren't able to return there? What could I do now? How could I go back home? This thing that I am. How can I go back home now? I think that this is a discussion for the daylight, yes? Yes. Everything will feel different in the daylight. Exactly. With some warm food in you and and some sleep, we can think about this properly. Yes. Good idea. Let's head back. Stop poking the woman, Shen. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like this. Everyone's very serious and I, I don't understand. So I guess I also want to go to sleep. Would you like to ride on my back? Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'll pick her up for a piggyback ride. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so adorable to think of. How many checks do we have to roll to make our way back to camp? Um, Icy ground and whatnot. No, you're fine. Uh, honestly... Oh, Hasina knows the area pretty well, so she, she can probably tell you which are the bits of the path that are lippiest and which is the the rocks which are a bit dodgy she she might even know a, a quicker way back uh, somewhere that that doesn't go through where the wolves are nice. and uh eudora tries to not make any bad noises <laughs> <laughs> she tries yeah if the urchin pokes me again though all bets are off <laughs> she will try her best I'll deliberately walk away from Hasina's session and <laughs> reach over and prod her. <laughs> so, uh, you return back to your camping ground, sneak Hasina into one of the tents where she rests. I'm not sure if you clean her first, so, like you give her something to clean herself with, because otherwise she smells intensely to your potters all around. Lightly what, pungent, just what slightly. You whether you picked up something from a graveyard and put it in one tent. Eudora will attempt loudly to placate them with a, a made-up story or... They're, a, a they're f- asleep, so they don't wake up. They're just like, well, we don't get pained enough for this. <laughs> they wake up in the middle of the night. Eudora like, kicks them awake and explains, <laughs> no. But I, I figured we're going to have to like set about making a cook fire and stuff. Sounds good. You uh, make a stew, you boil your water you make it real warm I make some tea tea is also an option and then you sleep for the night and you wake up and well I, sorry oh sorry not there's so more fast. to do <laughs> I hadn't realised no I'm not going to describe further ablutions but I'm just I'm curious about the reaction to the stew Is it's not a corpse so how do you feel about that Mm, I think she's interested. You can you can see that she's looking at it, and it's it's like she's trying to remember. She's trying to remember how it tastes, and um, she she'll take a small spoonful. She'll take a a little sip, and maybe nibble on just is 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 it a meat stew, a vegetable stew? What what's it? What is it? 
I don't know what we would have been able to carry, but I, I would imagine that it's a stew made of like whatever dried meat jerky would have like kept on our long journey with whatever like root vegetables and things were rattling around in the back of a cart. Let's go, a, you know, just a sturdy meaty stew. I, I think she pulls out with a spoon uh, one of the largest bits of meat and sort of tries to nibble on it. And it's, again, you can see like... There's something working behind her eyes. And finally she says, it's it's good. But she doesn't eat any more of it than that one piece of meat. Would you like some tea, dear? Yes. Yes, I would. Thank you. Well, that settles it. I don't believe a Pisaccio could appreciate tea. <laughs> uh, milk or a slice of lemon? <laughs> <laughs> You're very well equipped. <laughs> wow, and I, I bet you got a full, full on tea set with a tablecloth and doilies and all sorts. Oh, yeah, paper thin china. The oh, works. yeah. Absolutely. One lump or two, dear. <laughs> Did you warm the pot first? You know it. There's a Battenberg cake. Wow. After this heartwarming moment, uh, you'll go to sleep <laughs> and you have a fairly restful night. Uh, I imagine you, Hasina, have some getting used to not sleeping in a cold cave to do. Mm-hmm. And you wake up in the morning and things uh, don't feel quite as bleak. However, you're still in this in this space where you both really want to believe you're not a Pisacha and want to pretend to be a human. But deep down, you're not convinced that you're not one. Um, yeah. And you're very, very fragile. It doesn't take a lot. You probably will want to have some corpse meat every once in a while so that you can make sure you won't die uh, again. Yeah, she's been trying to sort of finger comb out some of the worst tangles in her hair, I think, when she woke up. And that's how you find her in the morning. This brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Nocticals, Howl, Lydia, many welcomes to our newest edition. Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. And of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You have all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, Consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars are right, where you get early access to episodes. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cold elder tier patrons. They get access to behind the scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsareright.com. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, let's take a moment to read out one of our latest reviews. If you'd like your own review read out on the show, go to starsaright.com forward slash reviews, where you can find links to all the platforms you can rate us on. Jordan said, Great RP here and wonderful keeper crafting a beautiful story. Honest and solid RP with a great Keeper of Arcane Law showing what it means to create a great Call of Cthulhu campaign, going with the flow, maintaining an eerie atmosphere, and keeping up with the comedic interims that make a TTRPG worth the listen. Thank you, Jordan. 